All right, how's it going? I'm Jason Cox, and you have officially tuned in to the Cox News podcast. Solo podcast tonight. JJ and I will get together this weekend and record a podcast. Flying solo tonight. You know, I'm thinking it's time to send my TV show to the major networks to shop it around. And it's going to be called Yellow is the New Pink. And it's it's a My Little Pony spinoff about a yellow horse that is going to spend his day trying to convince other horses he's not gay. And it's going to be called Yellow is the New Pink. I think he's going to wear a pink shirt. But I know that the yellow horse is going to have gay horse sex while trying to convince other horses that he's not gay. Just to spin, just to spin, you know, some confusion with you guys, you know, to keep you tuning in. Now all I need to do is find one of you dumb fucking college kids who aren't too busy catching Pokemon to help me write this show. Then I'll be a millionaire and I will cut you in for 30% of the profit. Yellow is the new pink. I said that at work and I got made fun of. I get made fun of a lot at work. And I'll tell you what. I just smile through it. I get made fun of at work because there are people in my workplace who think that the appropriate approach to teach me shit is to make fun of me for not remembering. But I got a thick skin. You know, you go ahead. You go ahead and make fun of me. You feel better about yourself for making fun of me because I forgot something or never knew something. And now you're making fun of me for not knowing it. Just like religion. I got a thick skin. I didn't run to HR. I didn't run to HR and complain that somebody made fun of me. Somebody made fun of me at work and now I'm uncomfortable. I don't feel comfortable. I hate when people run to HR at work, which is about as much running as they fucking do in their real life. Run to HR, and HR has to take every complaint seriously. Big fucking deal. Get a thick skin. Roll with the punches. Let them make fun of you. You smile and sit down and shut up. They won't think it's that fun anymore, and maybe they'll be quiet. Or just pretend you speak a different language. That usually solves things when they speak a different language. You know what happens when they speak a different language? They shout at each other. Do you ever notice that? Two people trying to converse who speak different languages and they shout at each other. Like that makes it easier to understand a language you don't fucking understand. Why are you shouting? I don't speak Arabic. I don't speak Spanish. I don't speak Russian. Whatever the hell you speak, I don't speak it. And you raising your voice in your language speaking no English words isn't going to make me understand. You think me... Waiting at the DMV for someone from another country trying to get, whatever, an ID or something. And then I tell them to sit down. And rightfully so, they have no fucking clue what I'm telling them to do. Sit down. Uh, language, I don't understand. Sit down. You think me getting in their face and screaming sit down is going to make them just magically understand? Okay, I think I will sit down now and look at this person quietly. How stupid do you have to be? You know how stupid you are to shout at someone who doesn't speak a different language, who speaks a different language than you? You're as dumb as a horse. And don't listen to these people that own horses who've ever ridden a horse who say that horses are actually pretty smart. Horses are not smart. And let me tell you how smart horses are. 
You sit on a horse and you whip it in the ass and it'll run until it drops dead. It has no survival instinct. None. Horses are stupid. Horses are as stupid as people who shout at other humans who don't speak their language. And horses are also as stupid as these parents who leave their kids in their car in Florida or anywhere else this time of year when it's 95 fucking degrees all day long and the kids die. You're stupid. You should go to jail, honestly. That's not an accident. That's not an accidental anything where you get to just plead the accident card and get out of trouble. You should go to jail because you're a terrible parent. Your, your kid is dead because you're a terrible parent. And, there's, and the thing is, is there's no argument that you can give me to explain that you're not a terrible parent for letting your kid boil to death in your back fucking seat. You put that child in that car. You remembered your purse and your fucking cell phone. Or if you're a dude, you remembered your cell phone and your dick. And you forgot your fucking kid in your... You forgot a human in your back seat. You're a terrible person and you deserve to go to jail. Why aren't you going to jail? I don't get it. Why aren't people in Rio de Janeiro going to jail? For the catastrophic scenario that is the Summer Olympics of 2016. In addition to everything else we've covered on the Cox News Podcast, now the athletes that are dumb enough to go get Zika are checking into their hotels and they're finding out the ceilings are leaky. Everything is filthy. There's no electricity in some of it. And the Australians are reporting that... The toilets are blocked, and that's a huge problem because you know the Australians take huge shits from eating kangaroo and drinking Fosters all damn day long. I don't want this to become news if, in case Trump is elected president because he's going to make a shitload of Latino and cleaning hotel jokes or comments. They may not be jokes. For him, they'll be serious. And uh, so I, don't even, I hope this is all resolved by... Uh, by the time, you know, Trump pulls ahead in the polls, which is only going to happen because Clinton Clinton is an absolute disaster. It's the the more that the more spotlight she gets, the more terrible her election is going to be. She'll lose the election on her own. If if Trump is smart enough, which he's not, but if Trump is smart enough to just shut his damn stupid mouth and let Mike Pence do all the talking, Clinton will Clinton will run her own ele- her own candidacy right into the ground. And they act like she made history at the at the RNC, uh, not the RNC, but the DNC. They act like she made history at the DNC because she's the first woman nominee of a major party. They've been women presidents all over the fucking world. There's a woman president in the Philippines right now, which is a former U.S. territory. Same Independence Day, July 4th. So this isn't this isn't news. And the fact that they're claiming Clinton makes history is fucking laughable because six months ago she made history by getting indicted while running for president. So, so much for making friggin' history. Just, just try to turn it around. And then they, they, they take the obvious, the obvious front runner, the obvious, rather, choice of the American people who aren't bought and paid for by corporations, Bernie Sanders, and they, they know that America wants him to be the next president. So what they do is they buy him off now. Now he's sold out, and they buy him off or threaten him off, which is what I think happened. Hunger Games President Snow style. And then force him to stand up at the podium and beg us to vote for her. I wouldn't vote for Hillary if she friggin' was 22 years old and just leaked all her bills out her pussy. I would not vote for her even then. I'd think about it, take the money and run. Hopefully the Secret Service wouldn't catch me before I spent it. But I still wouldn't vote for her even then. I'm voting for Gary Johnson. 
the Libertarian, because it's a safe vote, because he's not going to fucking win. He'll get 17% maybe if he's lucky. And I'll feel good about myself, because I didn't vote for a moron or an, untrust, uh, an untrustworthy cunt liar, which is why Michael Bloomberg is mad, which whoever the hell he is. If Jason Cox has to vote, for, has to Google Michael Bloomberg, you're a nobody. But Michael Bloomberg is mad about Trump. He's a Republican. He's mad about Trump being, there, being the nominee. So he's going to vote Democrat this fall. Eh, good for him. Good for him. You don't matter. You know how I know you don't matter? I don't fucking know who you are. To tell you the Democrats don't know what they're friggin' doing, I can prove it to you. Because they went to the Dallas Police Memorial when they had that fucking terrible war on cops shooting. And they had the memorial in Dallas. And former President George Bush was there with dyed hair. And he looked easily two to three days younger with that dyed hair. And he was holding his wife's hand, and he was holding Michelle Obama's hand, who was, also, who was then holding President Obama's hand. And you should have seen the YouTube video of this. You can see it's only about a minute long. He's dancing and smiling. He's dancing to the Battle Hymn of the Republic. The ba Google it. Google the Battle Hymn of the Republic. You know what that song is? It's a war song. It's a war song giving, for some reason, the glory to God that you're going to war. He has loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. It's a terrible song for a memorial honoring fallen cops in a war against black citizens. It's a war song to denounce a war on cops. Question mark, question mark. What the fuck? Are you, are you joking me right now? The Battle Hymn of the Republic? And then George Bush got a lot of flack for laughing and dancing through this whole thing. It makes perfect sense to me. He's laughing because he understands. He's from Texas. They've been singing hymns all day. He could have been on the sauce again for all I know. That guy held it together for two terms. Stone sober. He's probably drunk, singing, dancing and singing along. But he knew... That that song, because they say glory, glory, hallelujah, it's, they're, they're, you know, in that song, they're saying that because they're trying to justify going to war and killing other people. And they're using this song to honor cops killed in the line of duty in a declared war on law enforcement. How fucking dumb does the left have to be they couldn't pick anything. They couldn't pick Amazing Grace. They couldn't play Amazing Grace on bagpipes. That's a win-win. Everybody loves bagpipes because it makes you think of scrotums and balls and dicks and shit because bagpipes are bags and pipes. And, it, and it's a beautiful song. America, uh, Amazing Grace is a beautiful song. Amazing Grace is a great go-to. Or You Raise Me Up. You Raise Me Up. Josh Groban sings probably one of the best... It does one of the best performances... In the modern era, when he sings, You Raise Me Up. That's true of any song Josh Groban sings, because Josh Groban has the voice of an angel. They could have picked that. No, instead instead they pick a war song. They pick a, 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 a hymn about Christian war. Just fucking dumb. Just, and that's the left. And, and the right is just stupid. It's just that there's more left than right in the White House right now, so that's, that's where our focus is, is how stupid the left is. You know what's funny about the the Democratic National Convention is that Donald Trump got a lot of heat for encouraging the Russians to hack emails as if they needed 
any direction from uh, an American leader to do so. Are you kidding me? They're, they're going to hack Hillary Clinton's or whoever's emails without some ginger-haired moron telling them to do so. Don't give him any slack. Any flack, I mean. Cut him some slack. That guy's just ahead of the game. He's just like any one of us. Saying, ah, the Russians will figure it out. Sure enough, they fucking did. More email issues at the DNC. Big surprise, nobody said I'm on a secure server. Or maybe they did. I don't know hacking, and I don't give a shit. I am so sick of politics already, and we're only halfway through this podcast. So let's move on. I need a new weed whacker. I need a weed whacker, period. I never had a weed whacker since I bought this house. I need a new one. The reason I don't have one is because up until, like, 2002, I thought a weed whacker was some douchebag at a party who knocked your pot out of your hand walking through the room because he was too drunk to know that that was fucking rude. That's what I thought a weed whacker was. But I need one. I got I got weeds everywhere. And no one's going to come. No one. I can't hire anybody to come to my house just to weed whack. They're not just going to come over and weed whack for 15 minutes. It's not worth anybody's time. You know, I'd vote for Hillary. Let's go back. <laughs> Let's go back a little bit. I'd vote. I'll vote for Hillary. If between now and the election, she squints her fucking eyes when she smiles. Hillary Clinton doesn't squint her friggin' eyes when she smiles. You notice that? And I noticed that way back in when when Obama was running against Hillary for their for Obama's first term. Tom Hanks did a vlog or something. Tom Hanks, Academy Award winning actor, pleaded with the public to elect Barack Obama as the next president of the United States, presuming he gave some sort of fucking reason why he should be president. The reporter asked Hillary the dumbest question ever at that uh, at that point in history, which was, are you still going to watch Tom Hanks's movies? What the hell is she going to say? She can't say no. I'm never going to watch his movies again. She looks like an immature bitch as opposed to a mature bitch, which she looks like now. So she says, of course I will. He's an amazing actor. What the hell else is she going to say? What a dumb fucking question. Why didn't you ask Hillary Clinton back then why Tom Hanks should vote for me and not Barack Obama? Why didn't you ask her that? Because you're a moron. That's why, reporter, whoever you are, 10 years ago. And she didn't squint her eyes even then. Because nothing is funny to her. Because she is so stressed. Because she never knows when she's going to get in trouble. So she never squints her fucking eyes. Ever. Look at Google. Hillary Clinton smiling. Her eyes are wide open. That's not normal. That's not fucking normal. Why are we afraid of what's normal in this country? Why can't we be normal? I walked by a girl wearing pants that had bones on the pants. To look like while she was wearing pants... There were, you know, it showed the bones of the, you know, leg bones or whatever. Like I, like you didn't know that when I said bones. Nobody wears pants like that. Stop being unique. Just put on jeans or leggings, which are normal now. I don't fucking get it. I don't get why leggings are normal. I get why you wear leggings. They're comfortable. Wear them. I don't give a shit if that you wear them. I give a shit when you wear them. Putting on a pair of leggings and high boots and going to a job interview, not appropriate. That's your, I'm hungover or... Haven't showered yet. I'm going to the store to get breakfast. Outfit. Not a job interview outfit. Leggings are not a job interview appropriate attire. But they are now. They are. They're, I don't think they are, but they are now in this country. Why are leggings appropriate? Because 
dudes still run things. And dudes love looking at girls in leggings. I think it's totally unprofessional. I haven't seen a girl in leggings that I thought was appropriate since my wife wore leggings and walked around the house because she knew that I think she looks hot in leggings. Or we had, I think we had the day off. What did we do? I wish she was here. I wish my wife would podcast with me so you guys could hear us. We're actually pretty funny, but she doesn't want to podcast with me. So I, so on nights like tonight when I could be podcasting with her, because JJ's busy. Because we both have families. We both got shit to do. So JJ's busy, and I would, I would love to podcast with my wife. She doesn't want to. I know she would just sit here and like all, over and over and just say, you're an idiot. But she, my wife draws a lot of humor out of me because because we 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 love bicker. You know what I mean? And 60 years will bicker the way two people bicker when they want to murder each other, but they know that they'll get caught. My wife and I love bicker where we can we can we can poke at each other and not actually hurt each other's feelings and just laugh and just laugh at the end. And that's why I always wanted to podcast with her, but she doesn't want to. So I'm podcasting with JJ instead. What you ought to do soon, seriously, go to Netflix. I think I just I just searched for it the other day. Here, let me search for it right now on my uh I have the Netflix app on my phone here. I won't play it, but what I'll do is I'll I'll search for it. The Netflix uh it's it's called Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. I got to make sure it is. It is still on Netflix. Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. If you have free time and I mean not only long enough to watch the movie, but also enough time to like whip yourself in the back with an actual whip with nails and shit attached to it, to, like to really inflict pain and and wounds on yourself. Watch this movie, Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs. It has it has got to be hands down the worst movie ever made. And there was a dinosaur movie made the same year Jurassic Park was made. So Jurassic Park was state of the art at the time. I'm that fucking old. Jurassic Park was state of the art at the time in 1994. That same after that, that same year, they made a dinosaur movie that was so shitty. That you that you would think it was ten years older than that. You think it was made in 1984, and it was made the same year. It was one of the worst movies ever made. Three guys run up and throw three spears at a dinosaur, but they don't. They just throw three guys throwing spears. Then they cut to the dinosaur and they show three spears bouncing off of it. Then the guys stand there in their stupid, you know, their stupid fur uh, ponchos that they that they've made and go. I don't know what the fuck to do now. That's weird that our three spears didn't pierce a 45-foot-tall tall fucking dinosaur. And and this movie is worse. Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs is worse because it has, like, movie quality because it's so easy to make a movie now. It has movie quality. The acting is a C-. minus. So I mean, it's a low-budget film, obviously. So the acting is, is a C-. minus. You can, But you can get over that if the CGI was good, but the CGI isn't even good. Every person, every every death in the movie is a Velociraptor eating eating them, and the Velociraptor is so fucking poorly CGI'd into this movie. All they do is fall out of camera view, and then and then they CGI the dinosaur and blood shooting up. It's so terrible, but you have to watch it. You have to watch it and to, and play a drinking game while you while you watch it. Have a ha, do a shot every single time a death is so shitty and you'll be drunk. You'll you'll be passed out. You won't even see the end, which you won't even give a shit about because the movie's so terrible. 
I watched it because I don't like cowboys. Because I heard their song and they sang with their deep southern accents about sitting in the back of my truck. And it was stupid. But I love dinosaur movies. Because I, I love dinosaurs as a kid, so why not love dinosaurs as an adult? Because I don't give a shit what you guys think. So I, 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 I watched it. And I, w- I could not stop watching it. It was a bad movie. You know how sometimes you can stop watching bad movies? Movies that you think are bad, you could stop watching. Like, I'm turning this off. This is terrible. End of Days, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a cult-type movie. So bad, I, I stopped watching it. I just walked away from it. And I felt good walking away from it because it was so bad. But this movie was was bad in such a way that I had to watch to see if every minute of it was bad. Oh, and it was. I, I was not disappointed, so to speak. This movie was terrible. So watch Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs on Netflix and then tweet me at Cox News Podcast to tell me how terrible it was. And I would love to read how terrible you thought it was. Let's do a public service announcement. Why are you tailgating? Stop fucking tailgating. Do you know how stupid you are to think that driving really close to my car is going to make me go any faster? It's not. And in fact, it's going to make me go slower. Not to piss you off or to be spiteful, but because I'm worried that you are a moron and are driving unsafe. So I'm going to drive slowly, inadvertently, because I'm going to be too busy paying attention to you the way the, the fucking dumb way you're driving to see if I'm driving the appropriate speed. Don't tailgate. It does nothing. It does nothing but infuriate yourself, which makes you double stupid. You're tailgating me to think that it's going to make me go as fast as you want me to go, and you're double stupid because you actually think I'm going to go that fast by doing it. I'm not. Fucking get some patience, you piece of shit tampon-eating fucking dickhead or cunt bitch. Stop tailgating. I fucking hate it. You are a douchebag. You are a special edition of low-end type of human being if you tailgate. Cut it out. Brought to you by Firestone Tire. (laughs) But not really. I am so happy. I, I, I have two... I have more than two, but I'm going to feature two messages I got on Twitter about my previous podcast. This is awesome. It's exactly what I wanted to do. This is exactly what I was hoping would happen is you guys would tweet. You didn't tweet me directly. I don't know why. I, I wish you would. I'm not going to make fun of you at your handle on, on my podcast. I just, I just, I just wish that you could, that, I just wish that you would tweet me so it would be public. But you messaged me, and that's cool, Damien. You wrote, last week's podcast, I featured a story, which was a true story, about how I went to get my oil changed, and this bitch cut me off, and I I uh, had imaginary race in my head, and I won, and I called her a fat bitch and everything else, and if you didn't listen to it, it was it was my last podcast, so whichever one in the feed before this one uh, will feature the, uh, the oil change race, and uh, Damien said, why don't you change your own oil, you idiot, and then... You won't have to worry about waiting in line or wasting your lunch break. Well, I'll tell you why, Damien. Well, f- how do you know I'm an idiot? You don't know me. All you know is the half-hour podcast you listen to. You don't know my fu- you don't know I'm a fucking idiot. I mean, I am an idiot, but you don't you don't know that. So don't be so presumptuous, fuckface. I'll tell you why I don't change my own oil, Damien. I don't I don't know cars hardly at all. I'll tell you what, Damien. I know. As much about cars as I know about sex. 
which is more than you know about sex. Because I saw your default, and you definitely look like a virgin. But I know as much about cars as I know about sex. I put the pointy thing in the hole. You're an idiot. That There it is. That's as much as I know about cars. Uh, sometimes I forget which one I turn and which one I don't turn, as far as pointy things in the hole goes. You want me to you want me to drive up under ramps and unscrew something and drain the oil and then put more oil in? I don't know how much fucking oil to put in there. I don't know anything about cars. That's capitalism, baby. I drive my car in, I go sit, somebody does the work for me, I pay them for the work, and I fucking drive off. That's that's America. And you're telling me to change my own oil. You know what? I would rather just someone be polite when they're approaching a line. And I'm also approaching a line, but I'm approaching a line from the, from the appropriate direction. <laughs> That's what I'd prefer. And you're going to make me do the work myself because someone else made a mistake and then wouldn't own up to it? Yeah, fuck you, Damien. Another question. Another question I'm going to feature. This, is, this was a good question. This was a good question worth featuring. Uh, Johnny. Johnny, which is probably not his real name, because who's who goes by Johnny anymore? It's either John or Jonathan. If you're young, it's Jonathan. If you're old, it's John. Nobody's Johnny, unless you're nobody's Johnny, unless you're a pro wrestler. That's it. Nobody's Johnny. But he wrote. I, I made a comment last week. Uh, speaking of the oil change story, I made a comment last week about the mature gun owning thing. And waited for danger to rear its ugly head is what I said. Something to that effect. I don't fucking remember. I don't take notes of what I say. I just listen to it. And I think that's what I said. And I said, what? And he's, I just took a drink of a cocktail. It was delicious. What did the mature gun-owning comment mean? And it refers to Facebook posts of people saying, uh, pretending that they are standing in a line behind someone in a grocery store or something with a gun... It's some sort of stupid plea for them to say, don't be scared, I'm a responsible gun owner, if I need to discharge my firearm, I will do so responsibly, and fuck, blah, 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 fuck. If somebody's standing behind me in gro- in, a, in a supermarket with a gun on them, I will call the police. So you better conceal it, asshole, because I will call the police on you, because I don't give a shit if you have a license to carry or not. I don't want to see a gun while I'm buying bananas. Okay. Seriously, if you're a responsible gun owner, you left your fucking gun at home. You left your fucking gun at home. And you waited for someone to come into your home and take something that wasn't theirs. Like your safety, your television, even your your television. Shoot someone over your television. That's not responsible gun owning. But they they came in to hurt you, and you used your gun, and you protected yourself, and you protected your wife, and you protected your beautiful children. That's what responsible gun owning is. You waiting in a grocery store for the one in a billion fucking chance that you're going to witness danger, needing you to discharge a firearm on another human being, that ain't happening. You ain't fooling anybody, okay? You're just using that stupid devil's advocate scenario to defend the fact you own a gun and I'm, I'm not buying it. And so satirically I point out uh, the hole in that, I think it's a hole in that mentality by saying, if I had a gun, I was going to be pissed and shoot this bitch. Because nobody who carries a gun in a grocery store is a responsible gun owner. They are the forgetting your kids in your back fucking seat of gun owning. That's what those people are. 
end of story. There's no two ways about it in my book. Uh, and I, I cannot be swayed otherwise. But I hope that answered your question, Johnny. That's what the mature gun owning comment was. It was, it was regarding the fact that so many gun owners think that they are whatever, that real-life Terminator, that they're here to save the world. And you're not. You're here to take up more space because you're probably overweight. But once again, I'm here to make you laugh. I'm here to, I'm here to be profound. I'm not here to be taken seriously. So with that being said, all sounds heard within the podcast are either public domain found at freemusicpublicdomain.com or they are on my edited voice recording. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. If you didn't like the podcast, subscribe anyway. Tweet me at Cox News Podcast. Tell me what you wish I would do different. Interact with me. I love to talk to people who listen to my podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week and go Trump.